0: To come through
1: alive
0: When it sure looked like
1: I could win Jesus is with me So I claim the victory Over and over again
2: If you asked me why I'd have no hesitation God does what He says He will do The hardships and struggles When I look just beyond them I see The way this will end
1: Is with great celebration Deep in my heart I believe Over and over Again
0: and again God is When it sure looked like I couldn't win.
1: Jesus is with me, so I claim the victory.
3: Over and over again, Cecily Hamilton and friends, you're listening to 11 to 1. This is Faith Music Radio, and I'm Janice. I'm your host till 1 o'clock, bringing you programming designed with ladies in mind. Thank you for joining us on this Happy Friday. Coming up during 11 to 1 today, you'll hear from Vicki Mutchler on a word of encouragement, and that's at... 1130 at 1205 CW today with Loretta Walker. She's finishing up a healthy self image. Have a healthy self image, and this has been a four day series that she started on Tuesday and she'll finish it up today. And then, Keep the Heart with Francie Taylor at 12 30, the Keep the Heart podcast. And today, Francie is interviewing missionary Kathy Ashley, who has written three phenomenal devotional books that you can find at keeptheheart.com. And you'll love this interview and you'll love getting to know Kathy Ashley a, bit, a little better. I do want to give a shout out here. It is a happy Friday. Friday, and I'll be joining Dan Wolf on Riverside Drive from 3 to 5. And we want you to join us as well. There's a lot going on at Faith Music Radio. And I'll be telling you a little bit about those things that are happening. Uh, But check out faithmusicradio.com. And if you scroll down, you'll see the different events coming up from our Sportsman's Banquet. to Well, the thing that's happening next is why I love Faith Music Radio. Then our Sportsman's Banquet and also the Faithful Ladies Vacation. All that information at faith. MusicRadio.com Here's Ed Russ in the old-fashioned quartet, the song Heavenly Love.
4: Heavenly Love was all that could help me. I was astray, so sad and alone. I looked above. My burdens all left me. Now I can tell I can say it's my heavens, my home. Heavenly Heavenly love. Lifting above lifting above, for he is my sword and shield giving me living light me in darkness and darkness, darkness of night Heavenly Leavenly love, love, love Heavenly love Troubles of her wills of earth of soul so nor take me in nor take burdens of burdens of life for eating car taken Heavenly love, no love will never forsake for filling, my need. filling my need, Jesus is there. Jesus is there. Heavenly love, heavenly love the love of my Savior, lifting above, for He is my sword and shield, giving, giving, me, me, light giving me light in, darkness, in darkness, of darkness of night. Heavenly
1: love, heavenly love. Heavenly love.
4: I shall stand at Jordan's dark river, shadows of night are gathering above, there is a power I know will deliver, heavenly heavenly love. love, heavenly love, heavenly love, heavenly love, the love of my Lord, lifting above, for he is my sword and shield, give In darkness of night Heavenly love Heavenly
1: love Heavenly love Heavenly love Heavenly love
5: love. Want music that makes you feel good? Faith Music Radio
6: The 2024 Tri-State Sportsman's Banquet will be held on Thursday, March 7, at the Faithway Baptist Church, 3635 Pollock Avenue. You don't want to miss this great event. There's door prizes, food, hunting tips, a trophy display. The event starts at 6 o'clock, and you can get a meal ticket for $10. Go to faithmusicradio.com, faithmusicradio.com to purchase tickets for this event. Game calling seminar, honoring the heroes, gifts for vets and first responders. And don't forget our keynote speaker, Chad Shear. Chad is the host of Shoot Straight TV. That all takes place on March 7th, 2024, the Tri-State Sportsman's Banquet. For more information, go to faithmusicradio.com.
7: Have you been putting off estate planning? Every year you say, I'm going to take care of it, and yet it's not done. Why not resolve to take the opportunity to get that done this year and call Sheets, Charles & Charles at 812-476-2762. That's 812-476-2762. Make an appointment and let certified elder law attorney Stephen Charles help you navigate this important part of your financial life. Stephen and Lindsey Charles are professionals and they care. Stop by their office at 4828 Lincoln Avenue right behind Barnes & Noble or give them a call and set up an appointment. 812-476-2762. You'll be glad you did.
8: I'm Emily Featherstone. Stay right here for more powerful, positive music on Faith Music Radio.
4: Times are changing, so we should change too. Treat our old-time religion for something new. Our faith is outdated by living the past. Well, my answer is simple, so if you
1: ask.
4: I still, I still love to hear how God's love paid the cost. Was fastened by nails to a cross I still love the sound As the saints start to sing Songs of the blood Jesus shed just for me I still love an altar Where broken ones pray Find what is found in no other way It may be
1: old-fashioned But it's real still
4: I'll stay on the old path that brought us this far That saved countless millions, reached hard and hearts Though times are changing and forever
1: will There'll still be one Savior, one Calvary's, Calvary's Bill. I still love to hear how God's love made the gospel
4: As the saints start to sing Songs of the blood Jesus shed just for me I still love an altar where broken ones
1: pray And find what is found in no other way It may be old fashioned but it's real still I still love to hear
4: how God's love paid the cost was fastened by nails to a cross. I still love the sound as the saints start to sing. Songs of the blood Jesus shed just for me.
1: I still love it all to where broken ones pray, Find what is found in no other way. It may be old fashioned but it's real.
3: Man, that's the Nichols family still. You're listening to 11 to 1. This is Faith Music Radio. I was listening to Riverside Drive with Dan Wolf yesterday, and he brought up um, an article. It's put out by Crosswalk, but it's, it's just really good. The 10 worst people in your church. And I know some of you didn't get to listen to it or hear it, but I wanted to bring this to you. Um, I was listening as Dan was going through it, and I thought, man, that is just such good stuff. The 10 worst people in your church. Now, that might not be the first people that pop into your mind, right? In fact, they might even from time to time include you or me. All Christ followers are positionally saints. And this is true. All of Christ followers are positionally saints. Saints, we are saved ones. That's what the word saint means, but they might still have a long way to go in the practical outworking of their faith, obedience and holiness. And so we've seen we've all seen those unpleasant characters in church, but let's let's take a look at the 10 worst people in our church. Number one, the Pharisee. Now, this is not to be looking around at someone else. This is to be taking the look inside ourselves. In the Bible, the proud of Pharisees were quick to condemn and judge. I found myself there. Jesus called them hypocrites and revealed their true disposition and in Matthew and Luke and the Gospels. Today's church Pharisees judge others harshly while making light of their own failings. Some lash out when their prestige is threatened. Others erect burdensome rules for for others, hoping to improve their own standing. People may appear upstanding, but remember, according to 1 Samuel 16, it's God that looks on the heart, not the outward appearance. Now, it doesn't mean the outward appearance isn't important. But it does remind us that God knows what's in our hearts. The second one, and there's 10 of them, are the false. And we're talking about false teachers. The Bible warns us of this over and over. They creep into the church, and they spread lies. They have a form of godliness, but but their compromising teachings are not solid doctrine. People embrace the falseness when they heed voices in the culture more than the pure Word of God. Let's remember that we have the pure Word of God. They redefine biblical truth, and then they expect others to comply. And Paul warned Timothy that these were seducers and that they would get worse and worse, they would. Be deceiving us, and they themselves would be deceived. We need to know the scriptures well so that we are not led astray. And a good passage to check out is 2 Timothy 3, 13 through 17. Um, I have a song for you. We'll we'll come back, we'll do more of these. That's that's two out of the ten, and I'm hoping to get through the list today. But I thought of this song by Bruce and Sammy Fry. It's called Listen, My Children. And um, there's so many voices out there in our culture, and they can affect the voices in our churches if we're not careful. But we have the pure Word of God. We have Jesus who is the way, the truth, and the life. You're listening to Faith Music Radio. Listen,
8: my children, I love you. Listen, my children, I pray So many voices are calling you Offering answers these days Listen, my children, I warn you Nobody knows what tomorrow may bring A time to cry For time to sing A time for trusting in Him Hear now these words Once spoken by Jesus I am the way The truth and the
9: life
8: No man may he Come unto the Father Only by me Must you be my children don't worry listen to words he once said i will never no, never leave you i am with you always be not afraid listen my children be holy In time of trouble be faithful and true Wait upon him your strength he will renew Fly like an eagle again Hear now these words once spoken by Jesus My yoke is easy, my burden is light
6: Come unto me
8: all ye who labor Ye shall find rest
1: rest.
8: unto your soul. Hear now these words once spoken by Jesus. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man may he come unto the Father only by me. Must you believe only by me?
4: Stand on the word of God and not man It's what God saith the Lord People want to know who's right, who's wrong So they argue on and on Still it's what God saith the Lord Let every man be a lie And I'll tell you the reason why Jesus is the way, the truth, and life If you want to know the truth, you can eyes and you will see Jesus is the way, the truth and life. People love to hear a lie and they gossip, my, oh my. They form an opinion and that's where they stand. They love to hear a tale that's never been told and the old ones never go home. Anything upon their fellow man and every man Jesus is the way, the truth, and life. If you want to know the truth, you can be free. He'll open up your eyes and you will see. Jesus is the way, the truth, and life. Well, I don't care to tell you where I stand. I stand on the word of God and not man. I don't care to tell you where I stand. I stand on the word of God and not man. It's what thus saith the Lord. is the way, the truth, and life. If you want to know the truth, you can be free. He'll open up your eyes and you will see. Jesus is the way, the truth, and life. Jesus is the way, the truth, and life. Jesus is the way, the
1: truth, and life.
3: of faith. Jesus is the way, the truth, and life. That's where we stand. Coming up in just a moment, you'll hear from Vicki Mutchler on a word of encouragement, abundance of the heart. Out of the abundance of the heart, the Bible says the mouth speaketh. And so this is why a crucified heart is so important. We'll have the Vandenbergs with that song in just a moment. I want to give a shout out here that Vicki Mutchler will be joining us for the Faithful Ladies Daycation April twenty sixth and 27th. And we're inviting you ladies to come and join us as well. Details for the Faithful Ladies' Day creation are up on the, um, on faithmusicradio.com. So check it out and you can register early bird registration. You can do it today. Here's the Vandenbergs and then a word of encouragement with Vicki Mutchler. Stay with faith.
0: From you, Lord, everything that I do Will be here when time has passed Lord, give me a crucified heart Broken into me, made exactly like you Lord, may I be willing to die Daily take up my cross With a crucified heart Hard.
5: Here's today's word of encouragement from Mrs. Vicki Mutchler.
10: The abundance of the heart. Back in the day when a child said something naughty, their mom would have washed their mouth out with soap. But it wasn't in their mouth exactly that needed cleaning. It was their heart. You see, your tongue speaks out what is in the heart. Those are the very words of Jesus. And he says that careless talk can come from an unclean heart as believers we have not taken seriously what the lord said about taming our tongues he made it a heart issue not only does our careless tongue discount all spirituality it also makes me face the fact that my heart needs some cleaning if I gossip, run down people, raise my voice, scream at my family, I must ask, what unclean stuff is stored up that causes me to speak this way? Yes, in Matthew 12, 34 and 35, it says, O generation of vipers, how can we, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Jesus is saying that if you're careless with your tongue, complaining, murmuring, criticizing you have a serious heart problem. Make sure that what you say is coming out of a good abundance. Remember, garbage in, garbage out. Let's fill our heart with those things that please the Lord.
5: Mrs. Vicki Mutchler is the wife of Pastor Mike Mutchler of Grandview Baptist Church in Beaver Creek, Oregon, where they've ministered together for over 30 years. Word of Encouragement is a production of Faith Music Radio. For additional resources from Mrs. Mutchler and her daily Word of Encouragement, visit Faith Music Radio Online at www.faithmusicradio.com. Word of Encouragement is a production of Faith Music Radio. Bruce and Sammy
3: Pride, Lord of
4: my heavenly Father King of the heavens you are loving and caring forgiving you are the Lord of my heart Lord of my heart Savior divine you shed your blood suffered and all Lord of my heart Jesus, my wonderful Savior King of all kings, rule on high Lord of all glory forever You are the Lord of my life, Lord of my heart, Savior divine, you shed your blood, suffered and died, giving me life, you gave your all, Lord of mine. salvation my refuge my fortress my God the hope of the world and all nations you are the Lord of my heart, the Lord of my heart Savior divine you shed your blood suffered and died giving me life you gave your all, Lord of my heart Lord of my heart, Savior divine You shed Your blood, suffered and died Giving me life You gave your all, Lord of my You gave your all, Lord of my heart.
5: This programming is brought to you in part by Charlie's Electric, For all of your electrical needs, call Charlie's Electric at 812-867-1491. Whether it's commercial, industrial, or residential, Charlie and his boys can do the job for you. That's Charlie's Electric at area code 812-867-1491.
6: Thrifty Car Care Center is now Ike Brothers Automotive. The Ike Brothers have owned Thrifty for many years and have just recently changed the name. Their service has not changed, their commitment to quality has not changed, just their name. For quick, convenient car repair, call 812-437-5011. That's 812-437-5011. Thrifty Car Care is now Ike Brothers Automotive.
11: Introducing the Help Me Abide podcast, a podcast for ladies that aims to reveal the truth of God's word and share remarkable stories of women who have overcome relatable obstacles by abiding in our Lord Jesus Christ. Whether you're a seasoned believer or just starting out on your spiritual journey, the Help Me Abide podcast has something for you. Season one is available to listen to today and season two will premiere on March 5th. So why not check us out? The Help Me Abide podcast is available on all major podcast platforms. I was in a desert.
7: Hello, this is Evangelist Calvin Allen with the Faith Men Quartet. I sing the tenor part, and I love listening to us on Faith Music Radio.
4: There's a special kind of joy I have eaten. A joy that doesn't come from anything this world can give. I have peace within when all around is stormy. Since I've learned this truth in which I try to live, I've got my own. sacrifice. The blood of Jesus is faithful to adore. I'm not my own, I belong to Jesus Christ. And this message helps me overcome temptation. His Spirit tells me of the things I should and should not do. And when I'm faced with trials and tribulations, I can rest Rest assured He's there to see me through. I'm not my own. I've been bought by a special price. I'm not my own. I've been purchased. At great sacrifice The blood of Jesus Is faithful to atone I'm not my own oh, I belong to Jesus Christ The blood of Jesus Is faithful to atone I'm not my own
3: oh, I belong to Jesus Christ And that's the sounds of faith. You're listening to 11 to 1. This is Faith Music Radio. We're going through a list. My husband went through it on Riverside Drive yesterday, and I wanted to go through it as well. But we're going through a list that the 10 worst church members, and it is a great list. So we've already read the first two. The Pharisees, of course, is number one. The next one are the false, false teachers that creep in. And then the next one are the fornicators. You know, we find that Paul warned the Corinthian church that they were to flee sexual immorality or fornication and, um, and told the Galatians to keep in step with the Holy Spirit so they would not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And I've um, told them that we're not supposed to gratify the works of our flesh. Paul lists sexual immorality, impurity, and sensuality as three evidences of fleshly desires. And I tend to believe, without, and and I know this to be true, the Bible teaches that immorality is its own punishment. Living that way brings with it its own punishment, its own um, judgment. It's hard to imagine God's people who are bought with the blood of Jesus Christ, who are not their own, as the Bible teaches and as that song teaches so well, bought with the blood of Jesus and indwelt with the Holy Spirit, participating in sins like fornication, adultery, pornography. But some do. Men and women alike struggle with sexual sins Sadly, so does church leadership. In 2016, an online study by the Barna Group included more than 700 pastors and youth pastors. The study indicated more than half admitted struggling with pornography at some time. That's more than 1 in 10 youth pastors, 12%, and 1 in 20 pastors, or 5%, said they were currently addicted. That's some serious serious problems and we all need to say ask God to search us and know us and see if there be any wicked way in us and lead us in the way everlasting and we need to also remember that if we confess our sins he's faithful he's just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness another powerful verse wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed unto thy word. And we need the word of God to cleanse us from the inside out. So that's number three. Number four is the fickle. Christians are expected to be loyal to God's will, God's word, and God's ways. And to demonstrate loyalty, By standing for the gospel and taking up their cross to steadily follow Jesus wherever he may lead. And I think about Mark chapter 8, verses 34 and 35. These are powerful verses. Um, And I'm going to read those for you. And when he had called the people unto unto him with his disciples also, he said unto them, Whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, and whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospels, the same shall save it. Disloyalty affects church attendance, it affects our relationships, and it affects our service. Fickle people can't be counted on. To love, to encourage, to pray for, and to serve one another. Believers belong to one another in the family of God. Therefore, must we must there be solidarity and wholehearted fidelity as we encourage one another and we build each other up. That is the purpose. And um, so, yes, some of the worst church members are the fickle ones. And I have been that fickle church member from time to time. And I don't want to be. I want to be committed to the cause of Christ. I want to be committed to the church because Jesus is committed to the church. Jesus gave himself for the church. Jesus shed his blood for the church. My friend, are you committed to the cause of Christ? Here's the fundamental difference. We'll be back. That's four of ten. You're listening to 11 and 1. This is Faith Music Radio.
4: given Him full control of all your passion, self, and pride. Does your heart feel burdened for the lost in sin? Or is your heart so hardened that you feel no love within? Are you committed To the cause of Christ Do you really love Him? Have you given Him your life? You can make an outward appearance But what counts is what's inside Are you fully committed To the cause of Jesus Christ? All your power and your might Do you ever stop and wonder About the things that God could do If you would simply humble your heart and heart And allow Him to work through you Are you committed to the cause of Christ? Have you given Him your life? You can make an outward appearance But what counts is what's inside Are you fully committed To the cause of Jesus Christ? I'm asking you, are you committed of Christ Do you really love Him? Have you given Him your life? You can make make an outward appearance but what counts is what's inside Are you fully committed? Is your heart and life surrendered? Are you fully committed?
1: Jesus Christ.
3: I love, love that song by the fundamental difference and it, is, it inspires me every time are you committed to the cause of Christ. How about the next one? We've talked about so many of these, the Pharisee, um, <laughs> the Pharisees, the false, the fornicators. The, the fickle. How about the fighting? You know, James chapter 4 starts off from whence come wars and fightings among you. Come they not hints even of your lusts that war in your members. James is asking the believers, what causes the quarrels and the fighting among you? What's causing it? And the reason for fighting are many, um, including covetousness, jealousy, gossip nitpicking and so many other pointless and worthless disputes church members and and if they had them in their churches back then we know we have them in our churches today church members have disrupted their entire congregations over the color of new carpet or hymn books satan loves it when god's people escalate little issues until they explode in divisiveness We'll stop fighting and build, we'll stop fighting and we'll build unity when we recognize and utilize the diverse gifts God gives the body. Learn to forgive each other and focus on serving Christ and each other more than we're serving ourselves. And I think of the song, by Stephanie and Natasha called How Beautiful. It's a song about the body of Christ. And um, I think you'll be blessed by the words here. I'll pull that in. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Let's focus on Jesus. You're listening to Faith Music Radio. i'm going to give you one more of these 10 worst church members this will be number six and it's the foolish proverbs proverbs reveals all sorts of ways a person can act the fool does it not fools shun wisdom they despise discipline they argue with common sense they ignore advice they're quickly annoyed they hasten rush to quarrel they blurt out foolish things they don't recognize deception they refuse to make amends they trust in material things they're hot-headed they waste money they act recklessly they don't learn from their mistakes and so much more and how many times have we been right there with the foolish thankful for the book of proverbs (laughs) and that we can read it and gain wisdom from it and also that promise to if any of you lack wisdom let him ask of god we have that promise in the book of james foolishness foolishness can be subtle too those things that i read seem obvious Several years ago, the Arthur writes, while experiencing burnout, they realized they were not appropriating biblical wisdom concerning rest. It can be subtle. I was like that. You know, you live this driven life rather than a spirit-led life, a God-dependent life. It's foolish. It's foolish to do that. Foolishness results when people misuse good reading skills that the Creator gave us. We are warned in the Bible, Apostle Paul, to walk circumspectly, not as unwise. But in the church, we are to walk as the wise. And um, these are good things. And we've got four more to go. We'll give those during the noon hour. Also coming up during the noon hour, you'll hear from Loretta Walker. She's finishing up a four-day series, A Healthy Self-Image. So this is part four of four Today. And then Keep the Heart with Francie Taylor, Arrogance and Ignorance. And this is an interview with Arthur Kathy Ashley. And they talk about arrogance and ignorance, A-I. Not the AI you're thinking of. We're going to have a great song take us into the noon hour of 11 to 1 all about the church. Central Valley Baptist Church, God's Glorious Church, is the name of the song. Please stay with us for more programming designed with you ladies in mind.
4: From just a few believers... To millions untold The church has continued to grow And down through the ages This church marches on Redeemed who've been Good.
12: Here's a few more of these great thoughts about how to build a healthy self-image. Number 9. To build your self-image, make a list of your positive qualities on a card and keep it for handy reference. Ask your friends to list the things they like about you and keep that list handy. As you and your friend make that list, you might get to be like this old boy down home. He was walking down the street talking to himself and someone stopped and asked him why he did this. He replied that he enjoyed talking to intelligent people and, more importantly, he enjoyed listening to intelligent people talk. I'd say he had a healthy self-image. Brag on yourself from time to time. Get in your own corner. You know, sometimes just seeing the good of yourself, it will help you tremendously to not be so down and out. Number 10. Make a victory list to remind you of your past successes. The list should include those things that gave you the most satisfaction and confidence. This list should extend from childhood to the present time. It can cover everything from whipping the school bully to making an A in a different, difficult course. As you periodically review this list, you will be reminded that you have succeeded in the past and that you can do it again. Too many times, ladies, we look back on our past and can only remember our failures and the things where we messed up. Number 11, to improve your self-image, learn from the successful failures. Ty Cobb and Babe Ruth. Ty Cobb was thrown out more times to trying to steal than any man in baseball history. Babe Ruth struck out more times than any in baseball history. Hank Aaron, who broke Babe Ruth's record, has struck out more times than 99% of the players who make it to the major leagues. Nobody but nobody considers them failures and few people even remember their failures course, everybody knows that Thomas Edison's teacher called him a dunce, and he later failed over 14,000 times in his efforts to perfect the incandescent light. Abraham Lincoln was well known for his failures, but nobody considers him a failure. Albert Einstein and Werner von Braun both flunked courses in math. Henry Ford was broke at age 40. Vince Lombardi became the most revered coach since Newt Rockin, but at age 43, he was a line coach at Fordham University. Walt Disney went broke seven times and had one nervous breakdown before success smiled on him. Actually, these people succeeded because they kept at it. As a matter of fact, the major difference between the big shot and the little shot is the big shot is just a little shot who kept on shooting. Number 13. Number 12, one of the best and quickest and most effective ways to improve your self-image and your performance is to join an organization with worthwhile goals and participate. Really be a part of it. Don't just be on the sidelines. Like if, you, if you've if you joined a church recently, go ask the pastor or his wife, hey, how can I get involved? What can I do to help? Get on the nursery list. Get in the, get in the choir if you can sing. Do something, but be a part of an organization. Lastly, number 13, look you and them in the eye, almost without exception. The man on the street, as well as the highly educated professional will tell you, they like people who will look them in the eye. I plead guilty to this feeling and chances are strong that you feel the same way. There are many people who are unaware of the other person's reaction to people who avoid eye contact and hence they don't look directly at another person even when engaged in direct conversation. There are even more people whose self-image is such that they feel unworthy and are not good enough to look directly into the eyes of another. To overcome this feeling, if you have it, start with the process of looking yourself in the eye when you have any occasion to look in front of a mirror. You should also set aside a few minutes each day for the sole purpose of deliberately looking yourself in the eye. As you do this, repeat some positive affirmations of the things you have done Maybe you could use your own victory lists. The second phase of eye contact for image building involves small children. When the opportunity presents itself, talk and play with a small fry and look them in the eye as you do so. One enormous fringe benefit here is that children will love you more and their acceptance enhances your self-acceptance. The third phase of step... Of this step is to concentrate on looking your peer group and associates as well as those who might work at a lesser position in the eye at every opportunity this gives you even more confidence for the final phrase which is to look everybody you meet or greet directly in the eye I'm not talking about a staring contest but overall you'll be a great friend maker if you'll just look people in the eye these are just a few ways that I think would help you to build your self-image Why not pick one or two of them to practice for a few days and see if that doesn't help you, make make you feel better about yourself. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice.
5: Thanks, Miss Loretta. CW Today is a production of Faith Music Radio. For additional material about Loretta Walker, CW Today, and about Christian Womanhood magazine, visit Faith Music Radio online at www.faithmusicradio.com.
3: And I'd have to say working on a healthy self-image is something that needs to be done in today's world for sure. And I'm thankful for Loretta and her teachings and that she took the time to record four of those programs on a healthy self-image. I do want to give a shout out here. All of them are up on the 11 to 1 blog. And 11 to 1, it's the word 11, the number 2, the word 1, and you can find the 11 to 1 blog not blog, I said podcast. We do have an 11 to 1 blog, <laughs> but you can find the 11 to 1 podcast and all of the programs from Loretta Walker, Vicki Mutchler, um, Amy Sapp, Sherry House, Kathy Sandiford. You can find all of those programs up on the 11 to 1 podcast. And you can find the 11 to 1 podcast wherever there are podcasts on any podcast platform and i encourage you to check it out and if you didn't get to hear loretta's whole lesson on a healthy self-image you can go back and start listening listening to the first one and listen to all four of them all at one time and again i encourage you to do so still to come today um, you're going to get to hear from Francie taylor she um, this past week on the keep the heart podcast she interviewed author Kathy Ashley. Kathy has written three devotional books. I read all three of them. They were all very well written and just a lot of good, good information and encouragement in them. Well, Francie got a chance to interview Kathy and they talk about arrogance and ignorance. Arrogance and ignorance and then they give a little bit of a synopsis of each of her books and you can purchase those books at keeptheheart.com that's where i got them and that's where you can get them as well and if you are one that enjoys devotional books that help you so that you can help others these are great devotional books written by a missionary kathy ashley Another thing I want to give a shout out about is why I love Faith Music Radio. We're starting a campaign this Sunday, February the 11th, why I love Faith Music Radio. We're asking our listeners to either call the number, we have a hotline we're setting up this weekend, and you can call the number, and you can leave a recording of why you love Faith Music Radio. We're also um, you can record it on your phone and send the MP3 file. You can email it to us at info at faithmusicradio.com We're encouraging you to do that as well All of the information is at faithmusicradio.com And I think if you go to Faithway Baptist Church, we're setting up a little recording studio where you can come in and just record a 30-second um, clip, Why I Love Faith Music Radio. I hope you'll participate in this campaign. It's um, We're asking for your recordings from February the 11th through the 16th, Why I Love Faith Music Radio. Well, I have a great song here. It's The Shepherd Knows Your Name from the album. He's Always Been Faithful by Rachel Smith, and this is just a powerful song. And if you've struggled with a healthy self-image, let me encourage you to listen to the words of this song. It'll help. The Shepherd Knows Your Name. You're listening to 11 to 1. This is Faith Music Radio.
9: The sound of love invites us to come running. The shepherd's voice is in our hearts. We walk his way, the pastures of his presence, and find in him the peace that grace imparts. shepherd never slumbers he knows no night his watch can
11: Introducing the Help Me Abide podcast, a podcast for ladies that aims to reveal the truth of God's Word and share remarkable stories of women who have overcome relatable obstacles by abiding in our Lord Jesus Christ. Whether you're a seasoned believer or just starting out on your spiritual journey, the Help Me Abide podcast has something for you. Season one is available to listen to today, and season two will premiere on March 5th. So why not check us out? The Help Me Abide podcast is available on all major podcast platforms.
7: Have you been putting off estate planning? Every year you say, I'm going to take care of it, and yet it's not done. Why not resolve to take the opportunity to get that done this year and call Sheets, Charles & Charles at 812-476-2762. That's 812-476-2762. Make an appointment and let certified elder law attorney Stephen Charles help you navigate this important part of your financial life. Stephen and Lindsay Charles are professionals, and they care. Stop by their office at 4828 Lincoln Avenue right behind Barnes & Noble or give them a call and set up an appointment, 812-476-2762. You'll be glad you did.
5: You're listening to Faith Music Radio, powerful, positive radio.
4: Life Sometimes it seems Pain is my best friend A constant close companion It's a friendship I'd rather end And when I start to wonder Just how much can I stand When fear and pain overtake me I take hold of the Master's hand Whenever I'm afraid I'll trust in thee and pray, through eyes of faith I see, there's a mighty God watching over me, whenever I'm afraid, I'll trust in Thee, I am trusting in the Lord, I will not be afraid, when enemies come against me, they must turn and walk away. my savior my soul will never die whenever i'm afraid i'll trust in thee i close my eyes and pray through eyes of faith i see there's a mighty god I see There's a mighty God Watching over me Whenever I'm afraid I'll trust in Thee There's a mighty God Watching over me Whenever I'm afraid I'll trust in Thee Whenever I'm afraid Fear has to flee
1: in Thee. I trust in Thee.
3: Andrew O'Neill, Whenever I'm Afraid I'll Trust in Thee. We're going through a list today. The 10 worst people in your church is this list. And we're on number seven. We're going to pick up right where we left off. If you missed any of it, It'll be up on the eleven to one podcast later today, and you can check it out there. But the ne- but the next one is the fearful. I love that all of these um, different ones start with the the f sound from the first one the pharisee which we know is it's spelled ph but all of them begin with the letter f or at least the f sound so here's the here's the next one number seven the fearful the fear of the lord proverbs nine ten says is the beginning of wisdom fear of god is the type of fear every believer should cultivate but too often we manifest another kind of fear That's the fear of man. When we're anxious for approval or derive our value and identity from others, we get caught in Satan's snare. Because the Bible says the fear of man is a snare. In Lay Aside the Fear of Man, Arthur John Bloom wrote, We obey the one we fear. Did you hear that? We obey the one the one we fear. The one we look to for approval is the one we want to please and obey. So in this sense, the fear of man is akin to idolatry. Christians are called to fear, respect, be in awe of, and obey only, only the Lord. The next one, number eight, is the faithless. The faithless. Verse 10 Worst Church members. Paul wrote in Hebrews that without faith it is impossible to please God. It, without faith it is impossible to please God. Yet in the church we'll find people with wimpy faith. We can go to church every Sunday and never stretch our faith muscles. When was the last time you truly acted or prayed in faith? Ask yourself that question. The truth is, Most of us don't believe God for the big, maybe impossible things, only the safe things. Such spiritual coasting hardly pleases the Lord. We who trusted Jesus to rescue us from hell cannot live like he's powerless to change us or to answer our prayers. We must live by faith in God. We're going to have a song. It's called By Faith. It's by the faithful men. And then it'll be time for Keep the Heart with Francie Taylor. And so she'll be up next. We'll finish these last two after Keep the Heart with Francie Taylor. So we'll be back. Stay with us here on Faith Music Radio. My friend, stay with faith.
4: We see the hand of God In the light of creation's grand design In the lives of those who Prove His faithfulness Who walk by faith and not by sight By faith our fathers roamed the Earth with the power of promised in their hearts of a holy city built by God's own hand, a place where peace and justice reign. We will stand as children of the promise. We will fix our eyes on him, our souls. The saw a day When the long-for Messiah would appear With the power to break the chains of sin and death And rise triumphant from the grave I think, I think the church was called to go Thank
1: Oh, <laughs>
13: About AI today, but I'm interviewing an author who has a different take on those two letters. We're not talking about artificial intelligence, we're talking about arrogance and ignorance. Stay tuned.
11: Welcome to Keep the Heart Podcast with Francie Taylor. Francie is an author, teacher, and conference speaker known for sharing biblical insights that are practical and inspiring. Now back to today's valuable study.
13: This is a special episode of Keep the Heart. I'm looking so forward to you meeting Kathy Ashley. She happens to be one of my favorite authors. I have three of her books in my library, and I rotate through them. Vitamins for the Soul, Minerals for the Mind, and Call Upon Him, an Examination of Prayers throughout Scripture. Vitamins for the Soul, I believe, is based on 1 Peter. Is that right, Kathy? Second Peter 1. Second Peter 1, that's right. And then Minerals for the Mind is a study of Romans 12, so pivotal. And then the Call Upon Him book is an examination, as it says, of prayers. And it's such an excellent tool for helping us to establish really good habits in prayer. I have questions for Kathy today, but before we start, I just want to ask her to introduce herself to you, the listeners, so you can know a little bit about her. Kathy, why don't you do this? Tell us exactly where you are and what you and your husband do.
14: I am Kathy Ashley. I am a missionary wife to Gary Ashley, and we have been missionaries for 25 years. We are currently serving in Manati, Puerto Rico, which is in the northern center part of Puerto Rico. We have a small church here, the only Baptist church in our town wow. of maybe 500,000 people. But we just, you know, we do girls club and we go out visiting every week and we do our church services and prayer times and We've had um, Sunday schools for children and ladies Sunday schools and just everything that a normal church would do.
13: That is great. How
14: long have you been there? We have been here in Puerto Rico since 2008. So this year, May, it was 15 years. We were for three years in Hayuya, which is in the very center of the island mm-hmm. in the mountains. Beautiful country. Oh. And now we are currently two miles from the beach here in Manati.
13: Very important key thing there. Two miles from the beach (laughs) means Francie's going to be typing into the computer to look at flights. (laughs) It sounds beautiful. It also sounds like you've had quite a life. We were six years
14: in Venezuela, where I had two sons born there in Venezuela. So that was probably our first love. We were a year in Mexico learning the language of Spanish. Mm -hmm. um, And after that, we went to Venezuela.
13: Well, you know, as I think about this interview, there's two things I want to talk about. I'll save talking about your books till the end. But the other thing is that we were talking, you and I, about the topic of AI. And I don't think people are expecting the approach that you're going to use on this. I was caught off guard when I read what you meant by that. And you're right. You know what? We have acronyms galore, but they don't always stand for what people automatically think. We think artificial intelligence when we hear AI. But there's a scriptural side to this as well. And I'm looking forward to getting into that. This is Absolutely. this is really good. So I'll be talking about Kathy's books a little bit more at the end. But I do have two questions for her because I'm so curious, Kathy, about your books. They're published by Walden Way, which is a division of Sword of the Lord in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And there's something about the books that is just so engaging. It makes me want to continue reading. And they're also lovely. So kudos to your graphic designer, whoever that may be. I think it's Susanna. But tell us how you came up with the ideas for all three of the books.
14: Well, as I read through my Bible each year, um, every day as I'm reading through my Bible, there are passages, quotations that mm. just illuminate my mind. They just stick with me, for I instance. Hear you. Vitamins for the Soul, 2 Peter 1, when I saw that list and that one was added to another, in my mind, I had a mental picture of vitamins. It's just that they were so necessary that once you have faith, you need knowledge, and then you need godliness, and you need patience, and Mm -hmm. all these things add together, much like the fruit of the Spirit, right? Isn't
13: it similar, that list? It is. Mm
14: -hmm. It is. And I haven't delved into that yet, but... It is a passage like that, that just sticks in my mind. Mm-hmm. So as I ruminate on it, and it goes round and round in my head, mm-hmm. I write down my thoughts and I I put them all together. I'm struggling right here.
13: <laughs> That's okay. You so, know, it okay. makes me wonder something. So you're meditating on these things and then you write them down. May I ask for the sake of the listeners, where do you write them down? Do you journal them or do you use scratch pieces of paper or what? What do you do? I've done
14: both. I I began with index cards because I love being organized. I love everything in its place. Mm -hmm. But I was given a journal as a gift one time. And since then, I do. I keep regular journals. So it's a mix mash of my thoughts. They're not in sequence or order, but I do have them in journals. Mm -hmm. I have discovered that it is therapeutic, for me to write them. There have been times of great distress in my life that I've gone back and read the story of Peter stepping out in faith and walking on the water and and drowning and Lord save me. Or when Jesus calmed the waves and said, he rebuked the wind and the waves and said, peace be still and that, that rebuke was peace. Those kind of things that as I think about them, that passage for that day, I just write them down and I dog ear the page and write the title there. So I do have it kind of organized.
13: That is because you can find that topical area by that dog ear on the page. Oh, you really helped me because I'm going to borrow a page from that book of yours. That's really good.
14: It is therapeutic for me. It is a lifeline to write things down and to go back and read them for my own personal benefit. I wrote them as a ladies um, Sunday school lessons because in Spanish, you can find English ladies Sunday school lessons, including yours but not very many in Spanish. My lessons were made in Spanish, but I did always write my outline in English because that is my first language.
13: So virtue, knowledge, temperance, patience, godliness, brotherly, kindness, charity. Add these to your faith. This is such a pivotal passage of scripture. Do you know what I heard once in a sermon? A man came to our church in Minnesota. I'm pretty certain it was Brother Gibbs Sr. who said this. But he made a statement, something along these lines. There's a list in scripture that we're supposed to add to our faith, and it has seven items. I will give, and it was something like a $20 bill or a $100 bill, to someone who could stand up and recite those. Not one body moved in the whole auditorium. And that convicted me because I thought, okay, I know he's kind of playing around here, but he would have given the money. <laughs> right. But, but at the same time, he was trying to make a point. And that is that when they, when God says something and he takes the time to put it in a list format, he's actually trying to make this digestible for us. Don't you find exactly. that when things are in a list, you can retain it? Yes, because I make lists for myself, to-do lists all the time. Exactly. And that's why it's stuck in my head, because it's a list in scripture. From that day forward, I made up my mind to pay attention every time I come to a list in scripture.
14: Absolutely. Try to
13: memorize the elements of the list, because his point was this, how can you live it if you don't know it? Absolutely. Now tell me this, Kathy, because I am curious, and then we're going to get on to AI How in the world did you get three books published in a calendar year?
14: (laughs) Well, I have been
13: accumulating my thoughts for many
14: years, many years. For instance, the Vitamins for the Soul was over 25 years ago, I gave a singular ladies devotional on that very passage in a very synoptic way. Small points of each of those seven things sure. to build our to faith to
13: fit a conference, sure. Yes, mm.
14: and since then, as it rolled more in around in my head, I thought I would expound. I had it written five years before I actually sent it. My dad sent it to the Sword of the Lord to see if it would be something they would want to publish. <laughs> um, and so, they said,
13: You better believe it. <laughs> they were very kind, yes. <laughs> Oh my goodness, I love this book so much I can't even say enough good about it. We will be sure that we have plenty of copies of Vitamins for the Soul in stock at KeepTheHeart.com. But let's go ahead and talk about our own AI forms of, of danger that come from within. What is the first one on your list? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Kathy, yes, you're my kind of girl. Exactly that. (laughs) Kathy, this AI is totally different than the way the world presents AI, but it is so pivotal that we cover this.
14: I believe one of the greatest dangers that we women face, not counting the devil and Mm -hmm. not counting the world, Mm -hmm. is our own AI. That is the enemy from within
1: hmm.
14: the a which can stand for arrogance. And that arrogance is just pure pride. Oh. Uh, as Jesus said in mark seven, twenty through twenty three, he described, it's not what goes into the man that defiles the man. it is what comes out of his heart. Oh, and second yes. Timothy three two, said men shall be lovers of themselves their own selves to the point that our own arrogance is our own downfall self-righteousness pride can be displayed in many ways mm-hmm. self-righteousness self-will self-justification I mean I have so many times wanted to justify myself for what I did and what I said and God did not give me that opportunity mm-hmm. it also leads to anger that anger of self-pity self-indulgence self-importance my own way it's not the way I thought it should happen right I believe that is a great downfall now there is an antidote thankfully thankfully, and that is humility I believe that's why he says humble thyself under the mighty hand of God so um, those two for the a um, arrogance and anger and then for the I I see ignorance. I am ignorant. I am not an all-knowing being. I'm finite. Right. I, I do not know everything, and my downfall in this is I assume, I Ooh. surmise, I think
13: what they think.
14: and uh, vain
13: imaginations the scripture calls those, right? Oh.
14: Exactly. I, but I don't know all things, yet God does. I don't know all hearts. But God does. God yeah. searches the hearts. He tries the reins. And I don't know the future. <laughs> Yet God is already there, as Job 28, 23 through 28 tells us. And then I could stand for inadequacies. Am I enough? No, I'm not enough. I'm wow. just a creature. Sometimes I force my will to compensate for the lack of my or my inadequacy, and I try to fix the problem.
13: Oh, and it's and not. That my brings screen. up a whole nother eye. Now well, we're it, even talking about that? insecurities. Oh, yes. Because when That's- we're trying to force our will to make up for what we feel is an inadequacy, that is a sign of insecurity.
14: Absolutely.
13: Oh, deep water, Kathy. Well, Kathy, as you bring these things up, what would you say is an antidote? To
14: daily walk with the Lord, search the
13: scriptures, to
14: understand our God, our creator, our designer. He designed us. He fashioned us. Psalm 139, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works. We are one of his marvelous works. Mm-hmm. And he is his Holy Spirit works in our hearts. According to Romans 8, he even prays for us. Yes. We are missing so many valuable resources by not reading his word and
13: taking the time to pray with him every single day. Yes. It makes me think of how we have these switches in our minds that trip automatically when we think something's going to be too hard for us to do. We literally set ourselves up to fail with that kind of thinking. And one of the things that I've noticed is that there seems to be this mental block against being in Scripture daily. Once we're in Scripture, we can't live without it. We'll be so drawn to the Lord that we'll want to walk in His ways. The Beatitudes in Matthew 5,
14: Blessed is he that hungereth and thirsteth after righteousness, are we hungry and thirsty? what are we hungry and thirsty for the things of this world or self pleasures or self fulfillment which would go mm. back to arrogance right. but also something for my security when i can find it in his word i yes. can find strength for the day is mine all the way all i have to do is follow
13: wow uh, the answer's there right right do you think that perhaps partly because of the fact that people aren't reading their Bibles anymore, you think they don't even really realize that we're in perilous times? They don't realize there is
14: an armor of God that we can put on to withstand these wiles of the devil. Mm -hmm. We are defeating ourselves when we should be strengthening ourselves in his word and Mm -hmm. through
13: prayer I'm telling you, when you talked about men shall be lovers of their own selves, I had to flip over to that passage in 2 Timothy 3 and review the list again. It's a long one with key elements that we need to pay attention to, but not so that we can look at someone else and say, yep, that's their problem, but so that we can examine ourselves, right?
14: Yes. So many times what aggravates us the most in other people is something that we have a blind spot
13: to in our own lives. Oh, call it out, Kathy. Call it out. You just said what is so just straight up true. Because it goes back to the beginning of verse number two. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. So we have this tendency to be narcissistic. But do you think that people actually look at that verse and think it's not talking about all people? Like everyone but me. Exactly, (laughs) of course.
14: How could I be my worst enemy?
13: (laughs) Oh, Kathy, this is so absolutely revealing. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you bringing out these points because I think that if we aren't going to examine our own hearts, then we're going to keep deceiving ourselves.
14: And And that deception is
13: costly, isn't it? It is very costly. We hurt ourselves. We cripple ourselves. Yes, yes. So what would you say to the woman who says this? Because I hear it a lot, especially at conferences. I just am really struggling to get into my Bible daily. I just can't seem to get a habit going there.
14: My recommendation is to have a set time Mm -hmm. in the day that is priority. I have to do this Mm -hmm. or I won't make it. We
13: eat. We don't skip meals. Right. And we we go to our appointments like clockwork too, don't we?
14: Yes. It has to be priority. And we have to make it priority. Mm -hmm. If we don't, all those other priorities will choke out the highest priority.
13: Yes. And you know what that leads to? I've certainly found from listening to women all over the country, that leads to a dissatisfaction with life overall. And a constant seeking to fix the dissatisfaction with the wrong things. If I only have more of fill in the blank, or if I only had this job, or if our income was this, or if fill it in. This constant running after the wrong solution is leaving people so barren. And you know what ends up happening in the process of all that running after the wrong thing, Kathy? I know you know this. We go to bed 25, we wake up, we're 65. Yes. And whether we're walking with God or not, that process is going to happen. Time will march on. And it's it such a better life with Christ. That's why I am so convinced that the overtime that the enemy's going on to keep people so fully distracted is because he knows our time, just like his, is short. And he'd like us to go out with a whimper. <laughs> You know, all broken down. Wouldn't you agree? I do agree. Absolutely. Well, I I know this much. Your books actually serve, I think, as a tool to get a person back into Scripture because you literally super loaded them with Scripture. It almost is, in a way, it's like you've tricked me into Bible study through your books, which is fast. Well,
14: I didn't mean to trick. That's yeah, for well, sure. But to satiate an appetite. <laughs> And when we see that we can't live without it, that is when we have realized the true treasure.
13: Now, there you go. There you go. We don't know what it is we're desiring until that true, deep desire is met. And it ultimately always comes back to God. It does. Yes. All this is rich. Well, Kathy, I have appreciated getting to visit with you so much. I'm going to tell people that your books are in the shop at KeepTheHeart.com, and I'm going to plug them shamelessly again. A study of Romans 12, Minerals for the Mind. Tell us just a little bit about that one before we go.
14: Well, once I had Vitamins for the Soul for the publisher, I began to think of other connections and other ways that we can strengthen ourselves, our inner man and that came with minerals for the mind. Obviously, vitamins and minerals are God's creations that are necessary for our physical bodies. Surely he provided those for our spiritual health as well. And Romans 12 is one of those passages that I had learned the first few verses as a child in school and how do I have a transformed mind renewing of the mind a transformed life how can I cultivate that and the whole rest of Romans 12 tells us that so I began to correlate that perhaps like an object lesson with
13: minerals for the mind I love that I love that well anyone who's listening you'll see links in the show notes for these books But Kathy, thank you so much for being on Keep the Heart and for sharing this information. I actually could get a cup of coffee and sit and talk to you all afternoon. And if we didn't have mics in front of our faces, I think we'd even feel that much better about it, huh?
14: (laughs) Yes, I would. (laughs) Thank you so much. You have a great day.
13: You too now. Bye-bye. That interview was done by phone because Kathy's in Puerto Rico. It was a delightful time, and I hope it was helpful to you. Be sure to visit the shop at KeepTheHeart.com, where you'll find Kathy's books and many other items as well. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Keep
11: the Heart with Francie Taylor. Subscribe to this podcast and follow Keep the Heart on Instagram. Visit the shop at KeepTheHeart.com for Bible studies, books, and more, along with Francie's conference event calendar. Visit KeepTheHeart.com today. Thank you for listening.
3: And that was an extra long Keep the Heart because Francie had a guest, guest, but we will be back in just a moment to finish our list of the 10 worst church members. But first we have this song by the friend singing the gospel, Swing Low sweet chariot you're listening to 11 to 1 this is faith music radio
4: Carry me
3: Well, we've been going through a list um, the last couple hours. The 10 worst church members. The 10 worst members are people in your church, and sometimes they look a lot like me. (laughs) And I bet you felt the same way. We can all be these things if we are not careful and prayerful. I'm going to tell you that. But we're going to finish up the list and finish up the program today. But number nine is the fussy. Paul wrote... In Philippians 2, 4, Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Fussy, finicky people are just self-serving. And they're concerned about their own needs, their own opinions, and their own agenda. Some push their preferences on others. Others are difficult or demanding, like they're always right. Still, others believe they are called to save the church from itself church bullies are extreme versions fussy demanding people they form power alliances and create chaos to get in their own way i mean chaos to get their own way when exposed the fussy often move from church to church infecting others with their selfish negativity and the last one the phonies this is another one with the f sound but starts with ph The phonies may not behave badly. They may even seem loving and kind, but they are phonies nonetheless. Jesus called them out saying, Not everyone who says, you know the passage, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. Phonies may claim to be children of light, but they are still in darkness. Jesus calls them lost, and the good news is Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost. Even the lost in our church conversations. And some of us have lived like that. I, I was a church member for many years as a young person before I got saved when I was 16 years old, and I became a true follower of Jesus Christ. The Lord wants His forgiven people to be faith-filled, free, full of grace, forgiving, faithful, and fellowshipping with one another. And the wonder of wonders is God can, in Christ, miraculously. And this is what's so good and so positive about this. God can change the worst church member to the best, all for his purpose and for his glory. Well, we're going to finish off with a song by Ed Russ in the old-fashioned quart- quartet called The Church Triumphant, and I hope you find yourself in a church this Sunday, so that you can grow in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you can let your light shine for Jesus Christ, and let it shine bright. Thank you for joining us on 11 to 1 today.
4: For the church triumphant is alive. the church, be the church, let the people rejoice, for we've settled the question, and we've made our choice. Let the anthem ring out, songs of victory swell, for the church triumphant is alive. Been through some battles before, storms and tempests and rocks on the shore. Though the hold may be better, inside it's safe and dry. It will carry its cargo to the port in the sky. Let the church be the church, let the people rejoice. For we've settled the question, and we've made our choice. Let the anthem ring out, songs of victory swell, for the church triumphant is alive and well let the church be the church let the people rejoice for we've settled the question and we've made our choice let the anthem
1: ring out songs of victory swell
4: For the church triumphant is alive and well, for the church triumphant, the church